Sometimes I think it's you. Sometimes I know it's me. Will the fighting ever stop? And the insecurity. If love paid the bills, wouldn't that be nice? But we still don't have enough to satisfy the hunger that lies inside your soul for a little perfect world which you control. I'm on this train, you know. To the moon and back, I'll go. Just gonna give a couple of minutes uh, waiting uh, so everybody goes ahead and logs in and uh, is ready to listen to us. We're gonna go Why ahead. Why are you using my voice? Uh, <laughs> good five more minutes, cause I'm already buzzed. That's why. Boom. Yes. So you think George's voice is sexy? Oh shit, shout out to E. Martinez, 1992, what did he do? Who is he? I believe that's our friend Enrique from Soul Parade. Hey, oh, nice. coming off of. <laughs> Again guys, we're just waiting a couple of minutes till this last minute. Viewers can log in and watch our stream and hear what we have to say. So, I have a question, when it's my turn, can we just talk about Ready Player One the book? <laughs> I would just like to do that. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you know what you're allowed to disband about? <laughs> the differences between the movie and the book. No, no, but the book got animated, dude. They got done. Yeah, that's why the book is so much better. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, you see, that's what I would like to talk about. Because, like, the book isn't better. Because <laughs> the book has that really creepy, like... Sexting scene, <laughs> and, and that automatically puts it down. You know that that's uncomfortable <laughs> to read that. <laughs> yeah, but I forget about that. But the, the book also has Ultraman. Yeah, that's true. Which they they just couldn't get the rights for, I guess. But and that's fine. <laughs> but the movie and the book have a Gundam in it, so I feel that's appropriate for us to talk about. <laughs> 
like, if we're gonna be real. But, yeah, no, for my turn, I would just like to talk about Ready Player One. And I'd also like to talk about how, uh, you know, in Ready Player One. Also, too, the book has a lot of very uncomfortable things, like that entire, like, uh, monologue about masturbating. That was weird. <laughs> like, that was weird and out of nowhere. But the movie did it. But the book also had, like, amazing world building. So yeah, next episode of Weeboo is if I'm allowed, we're just going to talk about Ready Player One, the book and movie. That's not anime, Joey. That has anime in it. And, and I believe in your uh, thing where it said an anime things. <laughs> You're really fighting with this case. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, man. By the, by the, I, the I rules that be, that's <laughs> an anime, dude. Anime-related things count. Yeah, if not, what is anime-related things? We're gonna talk about- Oh, okay, this week, Joey's gonna talk about his favorite body pillow. Uh, <laughs> so let me talk about my favorite body pillow. It's an adult misty one, because that's not creepy, and, uh, you know... Uh, right, right. Uh, Twitch chat, while we wait, tell us about your favorite body pillows, or body pillows you would recommend. Uh, the one with the big the, old pie girls. Which one? Sorry, I'm drinking my ocean water. The ones with a uh, big old pie, senpai. Super yeah, I know, but like, you gotta tell us a specific one, because that's like you saying all body pillows, right? <laughs> Let's get this anime-related things talked about on, on Weeboos. But, yeah, so, so remember which body pillow, if you could get a body pillow, would you like? We'll start off with you. Uh, probably one with, like, memory foam. You know, something that just helps me sleep. You know, I have something a really comfortable. I have a bamboo potty pillow. That's just me. Nice. Yeah, you could not hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. But yeah, no, no. Would you want an anime girl on it, or would you just like like a a, a One Piece logo? <laughs> I guess. <it's> like... <laughs> All right, guys. Do you uh, think we're ready to start? Yeah, man. Give it three more minutes. Uh, give me like official two minutes here. I'm gonna use the restroom before. All right, I'm gonna cover that space up with little bets on what would you want your anime dream body pillow to be? Uh, let's see. I would like uh, Toga from My Hero Academia. I would like to thank everybody who's on here for the pre-show again. Uh, we will start in like a couple of Because the crazy minutes. bitch will like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Don't me. I want to hear about this. <laughs> I like that. I like. She'll you know, cut me, that's bro. A good Especially if you have read the manga, bro. Like that bitch is like not giving no fuck, stabbing the motherfucker in the back. Again, uh, thanks everybody for coming to the pre-show. We Why are you trying weird. to shut off my pre-show, George. Like, like why? This is <laughs> this is good content. In fact, George, since you want to be part of the Joey pre-show, you tell us your favorite anime girl pillow that you could get. Cause oh, like man. I haven't revealed mine yet, but Lemur had an excellent idea. Lil Beto also had a very tasteful idea, so what's, what's your idea? Uh, I'm, I'm really into, um, Ram from, uh, Oh my god. Dude, she, she's I'm just, generic. She's I'm an, George. Waifu, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm George. Listen to me talk I about like normal, good, faithful girls. Hey, I Man. see uh, we have uh, Mew5 here on the chat. Uh, and now, and now for the big five. reveal of who I would want as a body pillow, because you don't want to change that. Bueno915. Thank you for joining us, Jayco. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I think I'd want the memory foam body pillow too, because my back hurts. 
Dude, I have a I have a bamboo body pillow. That shit is like like sacred. He has a bamboo body pillow. Dude, <laughs> like Dude that sounds sick. That's like honestly though, I don't want to who's that monster <laughs> shit that they saw the like long ass body pillow? The Ligima or whatever it is from that monster girl anime. I don't want that made out of memory foam. And like I don't even care what girls on it at that point. Monster That sounds like magic. Like, is it is it kind of a consensus though mm. that like there has to be a little bit of opai for you to be inside a body pillow? Like, but, okay, but like the opai kind of like okay, if we're gonna just, talk about just, just the a little bit, just a little bit, bro. But yeah, because like body pillows, like seeing the opai there would just be like kind of like looking at something that you don't have. You get me? All right, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. All right, yeah, so so. So, hey, hey, uh, anyway, so we got our, our answer here. Oh, wait, you didn't say what you'd want on your anime body. Yo, um, no, uh, well, let, let's get some, uh, responses from the chat. Yo, chat, who would you want to be in your body pillow? Or what's your yeah, dream yeah. body pillow? Are you going to be a sensible man like Liefmer? <laughs> a man of class like George? I mean, I uh, like, uh, Little oh, Beto. Oh, thank you, Mew5. Um, one more quick second, I'll be right back. <laughs> and, you know what? Uh, I'll be oh, on your pillow. <laughs> Or generic, as in, uh... <laughs> yeah, as in George. <laughs> he wants me in their body pillow? I can appreciate that. Yeah, well, okay. By the way, what are you drinking? I'm drinking, uh... Evan okay. Williams, um... With Coke. Uh, I seem to be drinking some tequila and 7-Up. Lemur? Um, uh... I'm actually having a sampler box of uh, Blue Moons. There's an iced coffee blonde, a mango wheat, and just the regular Belgian white. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're, you're fancy, aren't you? Hey. Okay, hipster. Hey, Lemur's a man of class. Who <laughs> still hasn't said what waifu he wants on his body pillow? Because I honestly I want, want my body pillow, Joey. Oh, Lemur. Oh. Oh, that's great. Oh. Uh, I was waiting for you to guess that, but you never did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Libra. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I want you on my body pillow too. All right, I, I think we're we're ready to start, right? Uh, Lemur, are you ready? How drunk are you? Uh, give me one second. <laughs> While he chugs his beer. All right. Well, while we wait for Lemur. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're pretty drunk, I'm assume. Yeah, I'm getting there. And Joey. definitely good enough to start. Are you ready to start, Joey? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready. Let's go. And lastly, but not least, Beetle, are you ready to start? Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Weeboos, where uh, we drink and talk about anime. And I am one of your hosts. My name is Jorge. Ooh. I'm Lemur. I'm Beetle. And I'm Joey, everybody. And with that, here are our rules. So here at Weeboos, we have someone from the crew that gets drunk and talks about anime. The person presenting must be, again, intoxicated. If the anime is more than a single season, we will only discuss a single art starting from the first. Each time the presenter drops the conversation or is unable to answer a question or loses his strain of thought, they will be punished accordingly by... Drinking a shot of tequila, or a shot in a beer. At the end, the person will, the person describing the anime must rate it from zero to ten, and 
we will be also rating it. We will be using our own unique scale of ratings. It's going to be watch it for the story, watch it for the waifus, or this is weep shit. With that, we will be today presenting One Punch Man. One Punch Man is an original web manga designed by One. It was self-published, it started in 2009, and is currently still running. The remake, which is known by One Punch Man, again, was written by One, illustrated by Yusuke Murata. It was published by Viz Media and imprinted by Jump Comics. It was on weekly Shonen Jump, and its original run is from June 14, 2012 to present day. It has a total of 21 volumes and 24 episodes, including 12 OVAs. And without any further ado, let's go ahead and present our DD, our designated drunk, Lemur. Okay, guys, so today, I'll, well, like he said, we're going to be talking about One Punch Man here. I personally wanted to talk about this because this is one of my favorite animes, one of my favorite mangas. Uh, he mentioned the... I don't know if you got into it, there's like a webcomic that this started off, literally just online. Uh, I've read through most of that, I keep up to date, I keep up to date with the manga, everything else. So, uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So, the current, the general world of One Punch Man, they're located on a supercontinent, like a Pangea, where all the all the cities are labeled A through Z, and everyone just lives on that supercontinent. Uh, our hero and main character, uh, Saitama, he lives in what's known as City Z, and City Z is kind of interesting because Z as it in has zebra? what was that? Z as in zebra. Yes, Z as in zebra. Okay, the cool. the last letter of the alphabet. Thank you. So he he lives in this city and. There's like an uninhabited zone in City Z, which is supposed to be like the most, most densely populated by monsters. And that happens to be exactly where Saitama lives. So, as one does, if right? we're painting the picture of episode one here, so it starts out with uh, just giving a, a, a good premise to the world, like we were talking about. Uh, it explains that there's monsters alive in the world and everything like that and at the time well they're they're kind of just terrorizing the civilians and everything so enter our main character our protagonist Saitama he had just lost his job or I don't think he had just lost his job but he's basically unemployed just kind of walking around uh, I think it says that he he had just gone to another interview and he was royally rejected in his own words okay. so as he's walking he runs into this this monster who's half crab half human his name's crablante is there a specific so, reason uh, why he was half crab half human? yeah wait cr questions about crab man over here uh okay, do you have ahead. any relation to the crab man from my name is earl because that guy was awesome I want to say no, but I don't know enough about my name is Earl to say to dispute it. <laughs> okay, so, no, 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 thank as, you. That, as, someone, as far uh, as uh, as someone who has watched question. One Punch Man, let me, let me preference this really fast. I've never seen One Punch Man, and like my knowledge of it is uh, high crab man. How do I put it? 
I, I know that it exists, and I know that there's a bald guy with a, an outfit, and he punches people. <laughs> so, so I'm going to ask right. a lot of questions about, Boy, like, so what does you're... Crab Man look like? Is he like Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean? So, so Crab Man is literally half crab from his torso up, and his bottom torso, he's wearing a pair of tidy whities and he has just, like, hairy white guy legs. Yes, oh, okay. it, it does start as, off as a fairy, except there's no fur. Girth right. crew. <laughs> so, uh, so had you, you had asked me, uh, like, if it explained, like, why he was part crab or anything. So One Punch Man actually has a lot of fun when it comes to, like, the background of their monsters. This guy specifically ate so much crab that he became a crab monster. As one does. That's literally mm. his background, you know, like, fair one. Really you know? Yeah, right. I guess that's the theme there. So, uh, so Crab Lante is walking around. He sees Saitama. Uh, Saitama is, like, all depressed at this point, like I had said. So he... Crab Lante says that he has dead eyes. So he's like, you know what? You have the same eyes as me, so I'm going to let you... I'm going to let you live. Like, you just go ahead and walk through. And I guess, like, at one point, Saitama asked him, like, what he was doing. Or he asked him, uh, what will happen if he doesn't run? And that's when he goes off and says that he, he has lifeless eyes, so he lets him go. But Crablante also says that he's busy right now looking for a big chin kid. A big chin kid? So, uh, what yeah, do you mean by a, a big, big chin? chin. That, you mean, you mean a kid that looks like his chin looks like balls? So we later find out that the, <laughs> the kid's chin looks like balls or like a butt or whatever you want to say. So Saitama's left free. He keeps walking, and he runs into a kid with a big chin. Is it like so, the same ball chin, or is this just like the crimson chin? Yeah. So, Saitama just saw a kid with a big chin, and that's like kind of his first thought was a crablante otorum. So, yeah, turns out that that's the kid. Um, and he asks him if he's seen a crab monster. The kid tells him that crablante was asleep at the park, so he drew nipples on him. So if you look at... Crablante's pecs, he has like two little black circles. Obviously, crabs don't have nipples, those were done just with a marker. As he's like walking, as he's talking to this kid, Crablante shows up, and uh, obviously, he wants to kill this kid because he's the guy has crab, uh, crab claws for hand, so he can't even hold the towel to like wipe them off, you know, they're done with permanent marker. So he's like stained for life. So he, he really wants to kill this kid. <clears throat> so he decides, uh, at one point, Saitama's thinking, he's like, okay, so what should I do? I could still help, but man, this kid isn't cute at all. It's none of my business. Should I walk away? I mean, who really cares, right? So, and he's walking away, and Crablante tries to attack the kid. Uh, Saitama, without even thinking, just jumps in and grabs the kid, and he, he saves him. Uh, there's like a small exchange of dialogue over why he saved him. And uh, Saitama just questions the guy. He's like, are you really going to kill this kid? Like, he just drew nipples on you, you know? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Obviously, this pisses off the crab guy even more. And so, Crablante is about to kill the kid. And Saitama says, probably one of the best hero lines in most opening animes that I've seen. I want to be a hero. <laughs> no, he tells him, <laughs> hold it right there. In this age of declining birth rates, I can't just let you kill a kid. 
Damn, dude, that's a good point. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's honestly, pretty, that's pretty is it really good, an age but... of declining birth rates, or is that just dude, like an inside job honestly, kind of situation? Like, to be completely honest, dude, the kid has balls for a chin, bro. Yeah, the the kid's obviously not that cute, but you know what? They're, yeah. they're declining birth rates. I mean, you know? Like when you don't a lot of kids, you gotta you gotta do what you do. You gotta have, kids, you know, you gotta love the kid you have. The the kid can die, bro. <laughs> No, 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 not according to Saitama. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 the kid can't die, dude. You gotta... When, when we don't have a lot of kids, we gotta, like, uh, take care of the kids. You know? <laughs> right. So, obviously, yeah. this, kid's, this kid's life is seen as, like, very important. So, I know, it goes into, like, a little monologue thing. Uh, Saitama's going off, like, uh, when I was a little boy, I wanted to be a hero, not a businessman. But I wanted to be a hero who could send rotten villains like you flying with one punch. Screw looking for a job, bring it on. And so he goes, and it's epic. Like, this guy's obviously a crab, so he has, like, his two eyes, like, hanging out of his shell, like crabs do. Um, quick so question. So Saitama, like, jumps. Go ahead. Uh, so does he look like, uh, Dr. Zoyberg when he's trying to mate? Yeah, yeah, like, like, can you describe the, the crab a little bit more? I've watched, okay. I've watched One Punch so, Man, but I honestly don't remember how he looked. Okay, so... So this crab is actually, like, massive. He's probably, like, twice the size of, like, your average human. Okay, alright. Like, so this guy's legs, they're, like, just regular white guy legs. Like I told you, he's wearing tidy whiteies, but they're super muscular, and they're hairy. As he has hair, and, uh, hairy legs? Is he, I, yeah, I remember like, that not, not super hairy, but there's definitely hair there, you know? It's, it's a detail there. Uh, what a flex. From his torso up, he has the same form of a human like he he's a really big buff guy but instead of skin obviously he just has like crab shell and his arms are crab arms and his head is claws like right? a crabs like i told you guys with the eyes just like kind of sticking out of his shell and stuff so like i'm picturing a crab on like top of a like gi joe bottom yeah so, that's what i'm <laughs> yeah exactly pretty much okay Okay, it's ahead. it's also meant to look like kind of comical. Yeah, of course. Which is like a recurring theme in in the anime. Yeah, so I guess is this like a serious anime or is this just like a meme? It's like a like a parody of like most shonens, and I'll, I'll go into a little more detail about like why I feel that way and stuff. But yeah, essentially, it gives like really good dramatic backstories and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, Saitama kind of just blows them off. And makes like the whole thing into a meme. Okay, so okay. back to where I was at. So Saitama does this thing where he grabs the the crab's eyeball with his tie, because like I said, he was a businessman at the time and everything. He just gotten out of an interview, so he, he wraps his tie around it and he pulls out his eye. And when he pulls out his eye, I guess like he pulls out all of his innards. Intestines and everything, and ends up killing him. Ooh, the innards. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to ASMR. <laughs> and, and so from there, you you see like the the crab guy just like kind of fall on the floor, and you see like a bunch of crab shells, and it kind of transitions into uh, like a, a grocery store tray. Okay, all like, right. Uh, so, where, where they would put like steaks and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, or yeah. chicken. So this motherfucker it, straight up commits uh, homicide, and like, no, he's Gucci. No, no, no. It's hero work. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. 
So, uh, so yeah, he it's fast forwarded to that that little scene where he's looking at that that little tray, but it's all crab. And it, I guess it's like a Saitama having like an internal monologue, and he's saying like, "Oh, uh, I can't believe that that was like three years ago." Okay. But so the whole time, it, it's like a a really small detail. But when he's fighting the crab, you see like a little fire in his eye, like literally like his pupil has like a, a fire effect on it. Okay. Because it's anime. And, yeah, because yeah, yeah, why wouldn't it have when, that, right? Right. But when it transitions to three years later to the current day, Saitama's eyes are just like solid white, like bland, no emotion. Okay. So All right. The basic premise from there is that so, this so, guy's reached so is such that, a point. Is that at the point where he turns into like basically this Saitama, the one where it's like, okay... Is that is yes. that the, okay? Yes, exactly. I see. Those, I see. those same eyes. What happened to his hair? I'll get into that. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, uh, it's, you know it's what? That I, whole scene I think, where he's I think there. You, you took a little bit too long. Go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and ring the the you took too long alarm and uh, go ahead and take a shot <laughs> real quick. All right, I'm gonna chug my beer here. Yeah, go go ahead, sir. You deserve it. By the way, who in the chat has seen One Punch Man? Yeah, go ahead and uh, comment if you've seen uh, One Punch Man on the message board right here. I'm pretty sure most of us have. There's a full, not even a dozen of you, but it's very much appreciated. So, yeah, on that scene where he's, like, at the grocery store, he goes into, like, this little internal monologue, like I was saying. He says, I'm the hero I dreamed of becoming. So what is this? What's wrong? Why does my heart feel so empty? Okay. Okay. No, right. uh, like th that's uh, it basically sets the tone for the story. Like uh, before this guy was just like a nobody, and he decided to become a hero, but he got himself to the point where he's so strong that now he feels like an emptiness. So, and in in that same episode, excuse me, there's a there's another like little subplot of like uh two brothers. So one of them is like a genius scientist, and the other one, it's the younger brother. Exactly he wanted, how he looks, me five, by the way. Yes. Yeah, he, uh, he wanted to become the strongest man in the world. Okay. So the older brother gives the younger brother the ultimate steroid, called Bicep King, to drink it. He he's even nice enough to give him a little bit of strawberry flavoring to make the. The steroid go down easier. <laughs> so, so he, made, he made the ultimate steroid and gave it strawberry flavoring, correct? Yes. Okay, yes, to make it easier. Just making drink. sure. As one does. Right. Because they're brothers, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you do that for your brother, right? <laughs> so, uh, that steroid ends up turning the younger brother into, like, this gigantic, like, superhuman. Literally towers over, like, all the skyscrapers and everything. He... Uh, he moves his arm and he's able to like scale buildings like nothing and stuff like that. So this guy's just going on a rampage, like destroying cities and everything. By the way, the testosterone should be off the roof. Yeah, the testosterone. Like, like again, I'm kind of drunk. Sorry. Welcome to ASMR. To me stumbling on my words. Go ahead, So, so at this point, the. The giant brother is walking around and he has the the scientist brother on his right shoulder. 
so they're just like destroying cities and everything. And literally out of nowhere, you don't even see the moment where this happens, but Saitama's just on the guy's left shoulder. So, uh... Okay. Obviously, the the guy freaks out. He's like, like, what the fuck? This guy's on your shoulder. So the younger bro... The scientist brother says, that guy on your shoulder, kill him. So the younger brother slaps his right shoulder. <laughs> Keep in mind that I told you Saitama's on the left. Yeah, so yeah. He slaps <laughs> well, his right shoulder so he and he just... kills his younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> Poor guy, I swear. The younger brother blames Saitama for the death. And he starts like going on a rampage. Obviously, Saitama falls off of his shoulder. And he like buries him into the floor. He stomps him. He starts like beating on him, just burying him into the floor. As one does. And so, the younger brother goes, like, into a little monologue, uh, how did this happen? I just wanted to become the strongest. I'm finally the strongest man, but so what if I am? I feel empty. And then Saitama responds, right? Having overwhelming strength, it's pretty boring. Okay, so, so he... he As he's saying that, he gets up and punches the, the younger brother, and the younger brother just falls instantly. And, and at this point, I imagine that's when he looks like the the serious Saitama, correct? Like, yeah, yeah, that's our that's our Saitama in the yellow suit, bald and. Okay, all right. So, uh, speaking about being overpowered, give me an example. I mean, yes, he punches a skyscraper guy down. Uh, is is that the only feat that that Saitama can do? No, not at all. So. I guess our audience should have a general understanding of who the characters are, but I'm going to jump really quickly. So in episode 2, Saitama is introduced to this uh, this cyborg, who's also like a... He's just trying... They give a little bit of a backstory. The cyborg is essentially trying to find a robot that destroyed his hometown. Ah, uh, yes. So and robots and cyborgs are just like a thing that exists? Yes. Just like monsters, just like heroes. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Edgy McGee right here is basically our Sasuke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we finally found the Sasuke of the anime, correct? Exactly. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, so this guy, uh, so to put things into perspective, Saitama, <laughs> when he had his whole incident where he wasn't a hero and he trained for three years. He wasn't a hero at 22, so at the current point in the manga, he's 25. Janos, the guy that I'm telling you guys about, the cyborg, he was 15 when his city got attacked, and uh, he got his body modified by another scientist to basically become a cyborg himself, so he can take down the original cyborg, and that was four years ago, so he's 19 at the current time. So Saitama's 25, Janos is 19. Genos really looks up to Saitama. Like he he has like a, a total like this guy's my mentor, my sensei. I need to learn everything from him because Genos just wants to become stronger. So at one point, Genos and Saitama are gonna spar. Genos uh, tells Saitama like, "Don't hold back. Any attack that you can dodge, dodge it. Like uh, just give me a a, a real a real fight." So they start going into it. Genos, obviously being a cyborg, he's able to 
create like all these massive blasts and all this stuff and uh Saitama's like just fucking around the whole time. All right, all right. So I know. Uh, <laughs> General Psych like, reminds him of the rules. Like, hey, I told you. Go, like, go ahead and give us a measurement. Um, cyber. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Genos. Genos oh. versus Cyborg from Teen Titans. Who wins? <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you guys. There's like a, a recurring joke, in, with Genos. Okay. Well, what's what's the joke? I want to know the joke. Anytime that Genos fights, he basically loses all of his limbs. <laughs> every fight that he does, so he's like supposed to be... Character. Yeah, he, every fight that he does, he's supposed to be, like, super improved, much better. Maybe this time he could challenge Saitama, you know? But every fight that he does, his arms get ripped off, his uh, legs get ripped okay, off. Okay, so he's he's mm. Sasuke combined with Sakura. Okay. No, he's yeah. Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Joey, uh, you being our DC and Marvel superhero like expert, from what, what, what you from what you, you, you just for, yeah from what you just heard, who's better, Cyborg or or Geno? Is Cyborg as fragile? Wow. Uh, okay, let me start this off with saying the word for expert has really fallen down recently. <laughs> um, ah. You know, honestly, I, I don't know anything about Genos, but I'm pretty sure Cyborg would win because, you know, he keeps his, le- uh, his legs. You, so know, you know what? Play. I saw an episode of Teen Titans, to... and uh, Cyborg lost his legs. Oh, shit, you're an expert too, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank Jeez, you. Jeez, we got so many DC and superhero just, fans Just call me Dr. Here. Vito, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah Dr. Dr. Vito. Uh, so, so, you know, what about, um, here's another Cyborg that we can think of. Well, oh no! So is this guy even like a threat, or is he just like? Yeah, yeah. Does like, Genos, Genos do anything? Like, is, is he? Because calling oh. Sakura is like a huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Insult, is, you know? is he? Is he Sakura? Does he just go in to cause trouble and then like has to be rescued? Okay, so I'm uh. Without giving out. The the least amount of spoilers that I could give out. From the current manga. I think I've seen Genos win once. Was it like a real fight or did he win in like a... It was a real fight. <laughs> but that, that's probably the only the only victory that we saw and I I was genuinely expecting him to, to get his lift. Okay, uh, uh, quick question. Uh, before before you answer, who did he win uh, the fight against, and was it an actually important fight? And, and, and that was the question. Uh, also, like, what was these the are really like two years advanced into the manga, so I really don't want to give that many spoilers out. Okay, yeah, but does he win the fight? Like, if I were to explain like the character, then I'd have to explain way more as to like, yeah. If you want to read it, eventually Genos will win a fight. Oh, nice. Okay, but I mean, like, is it an important fight or not? Yes. Yes, it's an important fight. I don't believe you. Take a shot. <laughs> oh, he called you out. You know what? It's the shot I whistle. Will. Go ahead and take a shot. And just for some, uh, some uh, reference that is not a whistle, that's an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. So I will also take a shot. <laughs> Stupid. So going back to what we were talking about, Lemur. So there's this character. His name's Genos. He hasn't won any battles except for one, and that's only if you read the manga. 
<laughs> so, so how how exactly is he useful to Saitama, the the protagonist? I mean, Saitama needs no help. Wait, know? so really quick, what's the protagonist's superpower? Because we talked a lot about Cyborg, but like, what does Saitama do? Saitama is just a human who has become stronger than any human could possibly become. Okay, all right. So, uh, there's there's like another. Probably like three or four episodes into the first season, there's like another little subplot with what's called uh, the House of Evolution. Okay. So basically, at this point, uh, Saitama has like unofficially accepted Genos as his disciple. Like, I guess Saitama said yes, but said it like without thinking. So is he so like now- a sidekick or a disciple? Because like I'm picturing a sidekick kind of situation. Uh, yeah, I'm picturing it's, a psychic it's too. It's supposed to be like a a disciple thing. Like a rarely do they ever get like fights together or anything like that. Uh, most of the time, it's like Genos is destroyed and Saitama just comes to like help him out. You know. Oh, okay, so exactly like Sakura, I get it. <laughs> but uh, they they have like a so there's like a whole recurring theme where like I'm told. I'm telling you guys, uh, Saitama kind of blindly accepted to to be this guy's disciple. So, uh, Saitama doesn't know what he could teach this guy. Like, he, he has no idea, like, what it even means to, like, be a master or anything like that. There's even okay. points where... There's a, there's a point where Saitama's, like, laying on his couch reading a manga. And oh, manga. you have Genos, like, diligently taking notes doing sketches of the positions that Saitama's laying in and everything just to, like, learn literally everything that he can from him. But um, inside of Saitama's mind, he's like, I can't teach this guy anything. Like, this guy probably knows more than me, and... Wait, so, okay, is Genos, like, still... I know there's other, like, superheroes and all that. Is Genos, like, a threat to anybody, or is he, like, a goblin in, like... Yes, so... A D&D campaign where it's, like, scary, but nobody's ever really afraid of it. So, uh, when it comes to, so, like, I had mentioned there's, there's a whole, I don't know if I mentioned it, there's a whole hero association. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask. Is there any other heroes that you could mention to us, or, like... Yes. Yeah, so, actually, like, uh, later on in the, in the season, Saitama discovers that he's not popular as a hero, and then Geno says, like, oh, well, are you a registered hero? And apparently Saitama didn't even know about that. So they go and take like the hero exams, and there's a whole like ranking system. Okay. So uh, the lowest you could be is a, a C class hero, and then it goes up to B class, uh, A class, and an S class. So when they take the the original exams, there's a, a physical exam, and there's a written exam. So uh, it shows uh, Saitama and Genos both like demolish the the physical exam as yeah. like obviously they should one's a and, cyborg the other one's fucking and i Saitama, believe that's you know? when the saitama comes out right the one on the right the one with the poggers face like it's yes. <laughs> yeah so uh so what ends up happening is that genos scores a perfect score on the written exam and a perfect score on the on the physical exam so he gets automatically put into the s class heroes how rare is that very rare. Okay. To the point where there's actually the number one A class hero is kind of like a gatekeeper. 
he doesn't let anyone move onto S class until he personally deems them worthy. Okay, but they so, kind of made like a special exception, and so what happens kind to Saitama since uh, Geno's got a perfect score on both tests? What happens to Saitama? So Saitama, on the physical exam, he actually broke every record that the Hero Association like had <laughs> as one on does. The physical exam. Yeah, as the main character does. But when it comes to the writing exam, a seventy is passing. And Genos even goes on to say, like, oh, yeah, the, the written exam was super easy. Uh, Saitama agrees with him, like, oh, yeah, super easy. Like, we're, we're set. Saitama scored a 71. Nice. <laughs> so literally... Get degrees, boys. Just barely passed. So Saitama ends up being, like, one of the lowest rank C-class heroes. <laughs> <laughs> so the strongest human being becomes the lowest ranked superhero. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, from there, Naruto? It, it turns out that there's like a kind of internal hazing okay. when it comes to it. So, uh, one of the A-class heroes goes up to Saitama and he's going to do like the whole hazing thing. And obviously, you have an A-class hero going against Saitama. So you see, like, this guy set up an attack, and the next frame is just, like, that guy on the floor, like, bruised up. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just... <laughs> so, so, give us a, give us an example. Like, give us an example of, like, some S-class heroes, like... What is the power level that they're throwing now, uh, other than Saitama? Okay. So... Uh, let me think, which one do I want to talk about? So, so, okay, so one right of the, there on the image, I can see that there's a total of eight? Is that correct, or is there more? Than uh, there, there's a lot, because I think when Genos receives his official ranking, he's rank 17. Okay, so there's actually more than just those eight. Yeah. But I believe he's the lowest rank at that point. Oh, or okay, maybe there's see, one see. under him. I think there's one under him. Um, so, so one of the things is like, give us, okay, we, we, we talked about generals like a lot. Uh, let's talk about uh -huh. another uh, S rank hero. Give, give us, give us a, just a, a sort of power level that we're looking at. Okay, so without breaking too much out of season one, towards the end of season one, or I guess towards like the middle, there's a they interact with what's called the the deep sea king. He's supposed to be like a you guys know fishman from One Piece. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. They're, they're essentially fishmen. So from like, the image they're... that I that I posted right here, it's uh it's the one on the left, correct? Yes, yes, gotcha, exactly. Gotcha. He looks beautiful, by the way. He is. <laughs> so uh, so that guy shows up, and he starts like a. Uh, destroying like a lot of the heroes who are trying to put up a fight there's one hero called a uh, putty putty prisoner ah yes so this guy's whole theme he's literally like a what do you say like incarcerated most pretty much the reason why he's incarcerated because of like homosexual sexual harassment stuff like that he <laughs> says that all the 
all of the what? prisoners that are in his cell are his he boyfriends. Sexually, he sexually <laughs> harasses uh, all of the prisoners. Uh... No, no, from what I remember, yeah. he sexually harasses all the heroes, no? No, no, he, he sexually Any, harasses Anyone that she's cute, he calls his boyfriend, and you're gonna get sexually harassed. Which, we don't condone sexual harassment, sexual harassment is nothing to be made fun of, but... <laughs> Thank you, Beto. <laughs> so... I'm gonna spiral a little bit because this guy's a really good cool hero and I want to talk about more of his abilities but you don't really see that a lot in the first fight that he goes into so he fights the deep sea king and essentially he loses okay but uh this guy it, it's kind of hard to see what his actual abilities are all right basically like it's further explained later on that his whole power is just like loving people and like uh his power of love so uh to the point where if you beat him down he's not gonna stop because he cares too much about like who he's protecting and he's too much in love with his boyfriends and stuff like that okay uh <laughs> it gets to the point where like this guy he, he even says like uh my power is pretty much just toughing everything out like i don't really have love conquers all type of power but uh, I'm just able to, uh, to tough it out through love. So, what so, a man. Wait, so, so he so, just takes hits? Like he's a big country bag? or Yeah, pretty much. But it goes on like a little bit further into that. Like uh, at one point they... I think they like electrocute and poison him. And the only effect that that has on his body, since he's able to like tough it out, it makes it so his body has like super vibrations. So anything he touches, he's able to shatter, like, with those super vibrations. Kind of like a super speed kind of thing. It, it's, it's very interesting, uh, power-wise, because, uh, there's so much liberty that, uh, originally one had put into the, into the series, uh, to the point where when, uh, when Murata adopted it, like, uh, there was so much that's left unclear, that this, they, they just have so much to work with. So it's really interesting when it comes like ability-wise and stuff like that. Okay. I can see it. So moving on to uh, to where, where we're at, okay? So um, so you've introduced us to some uh, S-Class heroes. You've introduced them to Genos. You've also introduced us to the main protagonist, Saitama. You even introduced us to the, uh, the first main villain, which you said was a Deep Sea King, correct? Right. Right. So, so besides them, uh, I know for a fact that there's other, uh, like, heroes. Um, do you want to talk about them, too? Uh, I think we have some of the S-class, uh, no, no, what is it, the C-class C heroes. Do you want to talk about them, too? Okay, so, I, I would be offended with myself if I ended this podcast without bringing up a uh, Moomin writer, or licenseless writer. What a man. So well, this guy, he's he's the highest rank C class hero. So going a little back into like the the duties of the heroes, since uh, C class is the lowest rank, a lot of uh, m they're not going to be dealing with like the terrorism, the monster apparitions, the natural disasters, all that. What these guys are supposed to deal with is uh like purse robberies, like small stuff like that, you know? 
So, uh... Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Not, oh, take that, a shot. Yeah, that means you have to take a <laughs> shot. We're gonna go ahead and... Sound the alarm. Go ahead and take a shot, Lemur. And while you're taking that shot, we're gonna go ahead and thank our listeners uh, for joining us today at Weeboos while we talk about One Punch Man. Are you ready, Lemur? Uh, where was I at? Alright, so we're talking <laughs> about some of the C class heroes, specifically. I think is a little bit drunk, guys. So, so what does a, a C class hero do? Oh, right, that's where I was at. So these guys, they're they're normally handling handling like a someone who steals your purse if your cat gets stuck in a tree, anything like that. Also important shit. Right. Yeah. So, Moomin Rider. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Moomin Rider refuses to to move up to B class because he doesn't feel like he's strong enough to move up to that. But. This guy is the best hero out of, like, anyone in that association. The most wholesome? Th this guy, when, right after Genos, amongst, like, several other B-class, A-class heroes, had been, like, annihilated by the Deep Sea King, this guy single-handedly stood up to the Deep Sea King, and bought enough time for Saitama to show up to the fight and one-shot the Deep Sea King. Even though he was outmatched? You know what? I'm gonna read you guys a quick little excerpt here. But so this guy, like, what does he do? What's his superpower? This guy, he is a driver who does not have a license, so he rides around on his bike. Oh, nice. What a man. And he performs heroly duties on his bike. So he's like a BMX guy, or I, I have no idea. No, he, he doesn't do tricks. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just doesn't have a license, so he oh, rides around on his so bike. Like, so like, if somebody grabs a purse, he just catches up to the dude and like. Grabs yeah, the exactly. And basically, him. like they they give him no powers or anything like that. Oh, okay. But this is there's a little extra here. Ah, uh, so so when uh, he's like. So he's just very wholesome. Exactly. He he's uh So going back to like I think I mentioned uh So Saitama kinda makes like a meme about like other people's backstories, you know? Kinda shits on him, tells them to like hurry up, like I'm not listening. At one point, even when uh Genos is telling him his story, he tells him like, Shut up, sum it up to twenty words or less. Okay. So uh So he's a big fan of Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh, so this guy's here, like, uh, there's, there's that one point where he's, like, fighting up against the, the Deep Sea King, and it's, it's just Moomin Rider, just, at this point, uh, Genos obviously doesn't have any limbs. Yes, there's, they, uh, nine, uh, all of the other heroes have been, like, annihilated. Shot, shot, shot. And, uh, Moomin Rider's, like, uh, best attack, he literally throws his bike at them. It's called Justice Crash. <laughs> as, as one does. <laughs> so he throws it at the guy, and obviously it does nothing. Uh, the Deep Sea King just starts fucking him up. But the guy just won't fall. And then uh, finally, like, Saitama shows up, and he's like, uh, you did fine. Good fight. And then he one-shots him. 
As well. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. The thing of the anime is somebody gets beat up, Saitama shows up and punches them, and then it's over. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds so, about so right. Basically, so how, basically, how does Saitama get this strong? Okay. Give me one second. So <laughs> I know this is like a, like a like a joke. Like I, I, again, I've seen this anime and I I know a little bit about it. And what, what was it? A hundred push-ups, hundred sit-ups, a hundred crunches, and a ten-kilometer run. Was that correct? Oh, with uh, with right. no with no using the air conditioner, I believe. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read you guys this this excerpt here, the the actual text from there. So at this point, Saitama's fighting in the House of Evolution. He's fighting against the basically what's supposed to be the strongest uh, top of the chain when it comes to evolution. As and, every, uh, every other villain in this anime. Right. So so <laughs> that guy that he's fighting is so terrified of Saitama, just like based on animal instincts, that he asks him like, "How the hell did you get so strong?" And so. Saitama looks at, at him, he looks at Genos, he's like, you want to know? And he tells Genos, like, okay, listen up. So first, what's important is to make sure you stick to this intense training regimen. You just have to keep doing it, no matter how hard it gets. It took me three years to get this strong. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, then a 10-kilometer run every single day. And of course, make sure you eat three meals a day. Just a banana in the morning is fine. But the most important thing is to never use the AC or heat in the summer or winter so you can strengthen your mind. In the <laughs> beginning, you'll wish you were dead. You might start thinking, what's the harm in taking a day off? But for me, in order to be a strong hero, no matter how tough it was, even if I was spitting blood, I never stopped. I kept doing squats. Even my legs were so heavy, they refused to move. Even when my arms started making weird clicking noises, I kept doing push-ups. A year and a half later, I started to notice a difference. I was bald. I had become stronger. In other words, you gotta train like hell to the point where your hair falls out. That's the only way to become strong. Human beings are strong because we have the ability to change ourselves. Okay, so so in, in, in this anime... There is a lot of hints of that uh, if you want to change, something will change. Uh, so out, out of this, go on and follow uh, follow up. What's after this? What's in season one? What's next? What's yeah, the yeah, waifu? So, so what? Yeah, no, not not the waifus. I want to hear the waifus. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's what's Most of these animes have not had any waifus. So. <laughs> Let's hear about uh the villain Speed O Sound or, or did I say that right? Sonic Speed O Sound. Speed O Sound Sonic. Oh, Speed O Sound Sonic. Let's go ahead and hear about him. Okay, so so he has an interesting introduction. So uh, there's like a gang of bald dudes who have like super suits, and the whole premise, their whole gang is based on the fact that they don't want to work. As one they does. they feel like anyone who doesn't want to work should just get money and food and they don't want to deal with it. Oh, they should start streaming. <laughs> 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 so, 
So uh, these guys decide that they're gonna take out like the richest person in uh in in their in their city or whatever. Okay. So it starts off. They go. They destroy a building, and then one guy says like, "Oh, you know what? That was the wrong building." <laughs> so their leader, solid leader, <laughs> says, "You know what? Mistakes happen. <laughs> the important thing is to learn from them." Okay. And so they go and target the right building. <laughs> So what does this have to do with uh, Speedo Sonic, or was it Speedo? So Speedo Sonic? Sonic was actually the bodyguard for the guy that they were trying to kill. Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. So this guy says, like, you know what? Like, I'll deal with them. So he goes and he literally decapitates all of them except for one member. The leader, right? The leader, right? Uh, his name was Hammerhead, and their their group is called the the Paradisers. Okay. So, uh, Hammerhead ends up getting away from, from Sonic. Sounds like this guy's like uh, communism. <laughs> You're the lazy people? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, he gets away from Sonic and he runs into Saitama. And at this point, the, the whole thing with the bald people is like a media thing. So no one trusts Saitama. Because he's bald, obviously, so everyone thinks he's one of the gang members. So uh, Saitama lets, lets the guy go, and then he runs into Sonic. And Sonic wants to kill this, wants to kill Saitama because he's bald. Okay, so that's one he that's assumes that he's one of the Paradisers. Alright. So, uh, is that you? No. Sonic is like a, a super ninja. He would, like, since birth, he was raised in, like, a, a ninja village, and he's, like, a super assassin and everything. So uh, he throws a shuriken at, or not a shuriken, a, a kunai, at uh, at Saitama, and Saitama catches it. Nice. And he tries to uh, he tries to kill him with the sword, and he dodges it, or he like stops it with his hands. And so Sonic gets to the point where he's like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy dodged two of my attacks. You know, I gotta fuck him up. So he starts <laughs> go going like super fast. He tries to kick him, but he's in the air. So Saitama lifts his fist. And he just says checkmate, and Sonic happens to land directly on his fist, but like his groin lands on his fist. So Saitama essentially punches this guy. Ah yes, like, nut tap. Straight in the balls. Nut tap. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a nut tap here. A nut tap, of course. Okay. Right. And so this guy. Point, how he, fucked up are you, Lieber? Uh, I'm good. Because <laughs> like nut taps call for a shot, so. <laughs> and the shot comes for the horn and so go ahead and take a shot Neymar and with that Neymar now that we know that he got a nuttap <laughs> a nuttap <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the what's what's the next one Neymar uh I believe the next one is Boros right okay so Boros so this Boros. is probably like a almost like a three part Saga. So it's all predicted. They gather all the S-Class heroes into, like, the, the official, like, Hero Association building. And they have this, uh, this old lady, uh, Shibabawa, something like that, that she, uh, she could predict the future. She's predicted, like, so many catastrophes and everything. And she died, but the... Have I gone over the, the disaster rankings? With you no. guys? No. You want to go ahead and go real through quick. Them? Okay. So real quick here. Whenever there's like an emergency, 
they have what are called threat levels. So, uh, Wolf actually only appears in the manga, and it's the appearance of a group group that might pose a threat to like a to to a small group of people. Tiger is the threat of an unspecified large number of human lives. Demon, a threat to the whole city. Dragon, a threat to multiple cities, and God, a threat to all of humanity. So I think so, uh, if she, you skipped one, because it was it, right here. I have wolf, tiger, demon, dragon, and God. He got a nerd. He got. Yeah, yeah he got them all. What do you mean? Oh, okay. No, oh, I no. think that means you need to take a shot. Yeah, I was about to say I'm just drunk. <laughs> take two. Yeah. All right. Salute, guys. Salute. By the way, uh, everybody that has stayed and uh, listened, uh, thank you guys so much for supporting. I know there's six of you, but uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate all that. Anyway, so, so moving forward, there's six, there's, uh, what was it, four, five, something like that? Uh, five, five. There's essentially four, five in the manga. Gotcha. Because uh, the anime doesn't have a wolf. But, so uh, this, uh, this, uh, Shibabawa, the, the foreseer or whatever, she predicted that there was going to be a threat level god, which, like I said, is a threat to all of humanity. So they gathered all of the people there, and she died giving that prediction. As they're having that meeting, the spaceship, or, no, their building starts getting attacked. You, we gotta look outside, and it's what are called, like, the, I forgot what they're called, they're, they're like people with wings. They're tengus, tengus. Tengus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. People from so Skype. <laughs> <laughs> That's another anime from another day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so Skypeans are attacking the, the Hero Association base. And uh, they get, like, destroyed by a spaceship. Okay. So this spaceship, give me one second here to find the name, is run by what are called... What was it? The... Come on, Lemur. What was it? Uh, I don't remember the name. Okay. I, I thought I had it written down. So, so moving uh, forward, like space pirates, essentially. They they go from like place to place, and uh, they they take over worlds, and they're made up of like the strongest fighters in like the the universe and everything. So, the ship starts destroying the city, and uh, one alien comes out called uh, Melzagard. So Melzagard has like five heads, and each time you split him, it like he he has a different consciousness. So like his body gets split. So it gets to the point where all of the the S class heroes who were in the meeting are essentially fighting this guy, Melzagard. Okay. All at the same time, Saitama. Not only did he invade the fate the the ship. He fought this guy called a uh, Greybus. Okay. Gerugunshup, and the rest. Uh, they're called the Dark Matter Thieves. Okay. And then he fights Boros. Okay. So Boros is the leader of the Dark Matter Thieves. So he's supposed to be like the strongest descendant of the strongest uh, like race of aliens and everything. Like a super like that's like fucking Frieza or like. Something like that, you know, like the the yeah, highest yeah, of the highest, yeah, like, like like the warriors of the universe, basically, like the ones you want to have right. on your side of the team. Right. So th- this uh kind of gives you a taste into like the the power scaling 
that One Punch Man likes to use. So this guy's supposed to be like the epitome of like every race ever. And he meets Saitama and they they start duking it out. Uh at one point Saitama punches them and uh he he goes on to this whole speech like, Oh you shattered my armor that is supposed to contain my energy, like once once you break this armor then like I can't control my energy and I'm too strong. And that's where we get the classic okay Saitama face. Gotcha. That's like his his exact reaction to it. It's just like okay. Yeah, and after yeah, that, that, this guy right like there, tries the okay face, right? Right. But uh, the way that Saitama takes this guy out is with what we call his uh serious series serious punch. <laughs> serious 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 punch. Serious series serious punch. Okay. <laughs> so he, he literally just uh, named a normal punch for one of his, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen like memes of like cloud splitting and them saying like, "Oh, Saitama did that," but that's exactly what happens. The force of his punch travels the entire world, splits the clouds, splits everything, and just annihilates this guy. Boros even looks at him. He's like, "Oh, like we had a good fight and everything." And Saitama kind of says, like, oh, yeah, okay. And then Boros says, like, oh, no, like, you had strength to spare. Like, you weren't even trying, you know? Exactly like that, Slim Mario 04. Exactly like that. Like, oop. <laughs> okay. So, moving forward, Lemur. So, so <laughs> we've talked about a couple of villains. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go ahead and wrap this up? Uh, Fubuki is waifu in that anime, in case you're ever wondering. <laughs> What's a Fubuki? Fubuki is the number one ranked B-class hero. She's a psychic, but if there's a waifu in that anime, it's her. And what what is her power? What? She's a psychic. She's just so like, like, a, like, like telekinesis. Like, uh, uh, she's Mewtwo. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or Alakazam. Mewtwo. Humanized. So, so what you're trying to tell me is that if I was going after anybody, it was it would be her. Right. Gotcha. And uh, is there anybody else you want to talk about? I know for a fact that there's a specific villain mentioned towards the end of season one. Ah, uh, yes, I know exactly where you're getting at. Yeah, I believe. So his it's name gonna is be Garu. It'll be a little tough. But I'll, I'll try to refrain as much as I can from spoilers. So, uh, one of the S-Class heroes, uh, Bang, is essentially like the best martial artist in the world. In the current okay. moment, his dojo only has one disciple, because that's the only person who's willing to train him, or who's willing to follow him. He was the most prominent fighter up until... One character, Garu, okay, uh, came into his dojo, learned his style, and basically beat the fuck out of every single one of his disciples, and then <laughs> left his dojo. <laughs> so he goes in, learns what he needs to, fucks everybody up, and then leaves, or what? Exactly. So this guy, <laughs> he's the self-proclaimed hero hunter. 
and it's so hard to talk about him without spoilers, but this guy, he is basically like a super martial artist, and he's the closest that we have to a villain doing exactly what Saitama does. Like, uh, Saitama's a hero for fun, a hero for all the right reasons, he got strong just through, like, sheer natural and that that's that's like kind of a, a theme it's 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 kind of the theme of the anime like everyone gets strong but they get strong for the wrong reasons gotcha saitama did it for for the sake of just being a hero no revenge no like yeah yeah this guy I... killed my family and it no it's just like i don't care what happened to me i'm, I'm doing i'm being a hero for the sake of being a hero he's a hero for fun Exactly. He's yeah. Deku. He, what was the saying? He's a hero. He's a part-time hero, or, or he's a hero. No, yeah, he's a hero for fun. Yeah, that's exactly what he says, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a hero for fun. So, uh, this guy Garu is essentially a villain, not for the sake of uh, like wanting evil to rule, not for the sake of some. I mean, yeah, his background's tragic, but not how you would think. He, he just wants to see the. Saturday. He wants to see the the villain win. Like, did you ever watch a show in your childhood where you didn't really like the hero, and you kind of wish that the the villain would win? You thought he was cooler or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah so... of Kizaru. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> Kizaru deserves to be the fucking winner. He's the best. He's Doctor Vegapunk. Go to hell. <laughs> Alright, so next week, Joey won't be in the chat. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, Kizaru deserves to be number one in the verse. Alright, for those who don't know what we're like One Piece fans, we will have an episode later about it. That's not what we're talking about right now, though. We have, we have a crop sec talking about... Uh, he's saying, uh, what about King? King. Well, what about oh, him? Oh my god, I love King. <laughs> Uh, King is great. So so King, <laughs> King is uh, King is deemed the strongest person in the world. And when you're next to King, and you see a monster, you're gonna hear the King engine. <laughs> and if you hear the King engine, you know that the monster is gonna die. <laughs> what the world doesn't know is that King is so much of a coward that his heart beats at like two, three times the rate of like a normal person. So the King engine that you hear is literally King's cowardice. He's so terrified that he doesn't want to move. Like, you, you just hear like his heart beating. Basically, every monster that Saitama has beaten without credit, that credit has gone to King. Literally so every King, single time. So King basically is has the attention that Saitama's going for right now. <laughs> so yeah, every King literally takes all the credit that Saitama does and doesn't give a shit. Exactly. Okay, so so, yeah, so yeah. we have a Crow, crop, crop sack. He, he's saying, um, 
he can summon Saitama? Doesn't that count? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's 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 King's power. <laughs> that's King's power to summon Saitama. That that's correct. That that's accurate AF right there. So so finishing up, Lemur. Uh, season one, I remember again. I watched that. It was a it was a great show. It was a great anime. Uh, the the waifus. We we probably see what like two waifus maybe only only you're into mollies. Season two. Yeah yeah like, like, like that. yeah like wait till season two we will we will be doing a show on season two. <laughs> uh, we're we're the waifus will be there. Yeah the, the waifus will definitely be there, and um, yeah before we we go ahead and sign off, Lemur, is there anything else that uh you want to go one ahead through ten? Yeah, uh, well, is there anything else you want to tell us before we go ahead and rate this show? So I'm going to tell you guys, if you guys are watching the anime, season one, really good. Season two, unfortunate what happened with the company. It's still good. Read the manga. It's so good. Murata cares so much. He's revived, he's revised chapter 80 like three times at this point. Read, read the manga, guys. Yeah. If if I have convinced you in any way, just read the manga. And, and I can confirm because, like, uh, I I've read the manga too, and I'm pretty. I think I'm caught up. the The manga doesn't get updated too too much. It, you know, you have to watch the webtoon and whatever the fuck. But uh, it, it's really interesting. Um, and we'll talk about it a little bit more as we get closer to what where we are at as considered caught up. Uh, and. Uh, just on another side note here, if you guys want to learn more about Speed of Sound Sonic, about uh, Handsome Mask, Sweet Mask, King, uh, any of the other characters that don't get a lot of their backstory, finish the manga and read the webcomic. The webcomic is also super good. It's still updating. It, it deserves more attention. Yeah, and I guess I guess with that we can go ahead and start rating it. So, Lemur, from a skill to uh, zero to ten, what would you rec- rate it at? Like for recommendation, what's your what's your overall score? I'd say a solid nine. A solid nine. Yeah. And, and and with that, let's also go into the other ratings, which is our own personal ratings. Would you watch it for the story? Watch it for the weefu, uh, the waifus, and or is this weep shit? Uh, so I guess I'll start it off. Uh, me that I have personally read the the manga, uh, I I consider it a good like solid maybe eight out of ten. Uh, I would watch it for the story. You know, you find a lot of really interesting characters. Uh, it's one of those things that like. You don't. You watch it because you know it's gonna be a little bit of a joke, but it's gonna be like, like an enjoyable time. Uh, you 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 see that like the creators really take their time and care about the story and the character development. Uh, so I I rate it as watch it for the story. Yeah, I I gotta be honest with you. Um, I mean I I watched both season one and season two, and I've heard plenty about the manga and the webcomic so i'm gonna go ahead and rate it also a 9 out of 10 and i'm gonna go ahead and also say that i would watch it for the story joey what's what's your rating on all this 
Okay, so I mean, y'all sound like y'all like it and everything, but I'm gonna say it's weep shit. I... <laughs> it's not an anime that I think I'd be interested in. Uh, for what it... That, that, that's you're just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so your ratings, uh, and your ratings... I'm gonna call it weep shit, but I'm just... I... There's other stuff I think I'd rather watch. So from zero Let to ten... Let it be known here that Joey has the least amount of knowledge, so his knowledge is probably closer to most of our viewers. But so you're that's, wrong. That's but a, yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's no waifus until season two, and it's like, there's a bald guy and a guy on a bike and Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I just I don't I don't know. Honestly, like, that's, I like that's the a really good description. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like, the description. I saw that from Twitch chat. But like, honestly, it's just kind of like. I mean, it, it sounds cool. I like the ideas of the superheroes, but it's just like, I don't know. I think, I the it, it'll it's on the back of my list right behind uh, whatever we talked about last. Monster Monsume. <laughs> cool. Hey, Monster Monsume is like. So, so from zero to ten, <laughs> what would you rate it? I mean, I haven't seen it. Like, how am I supposed to rate? I like, mean, the description. No, you rated it weep shit. The, the description. Yeah. So, so you, you said weep shit. So is that like a, a zero, a one, a two, a three? I mean, I what? Like, I haven't seen it. Like, <laughs> the, from how, based on the description, brother. Oh, based on the description. Uh, I don't know where you're doing numbers. I, I, I'd say like a. Two maybe is my two? level interest Dad, into watching that's, it. That's pretty low. Cool. Way to be controversial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, way to go against the crowd. Like, like, like I gave it an eight. I don't. Th- Joey, for giving his opinion. You guys act like I, I watched the entire show and then I was like, "Yeah, this is weird shit." Like I'm just going off. Of, like, no, that's fine. This. That's fine. That, that, everybody's that's... entitled to their waifus. Yeah, and yeah everybody's yeah, entitled to their bad that. waifus. Yeah, it's all uh, good. I don't understand the issue. <laughs> so, Lemur, <laughs> now that we've all voted for it, what would you rate it? Watch it. Watch it for Please the. Watch it. <laughs> just watch just it. Watch it's it. good. Yeah. So, I so, promise it's good. So just watch yeah, it. No, yeah, that's good. That's good, man. That's good. And I guess with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, we hope to see you guys again next week for another episode of Weeboos. And uh, you guys have a nice day. Thank you, you for guys watching. Guys, want to say any last last Thank minute you. things? Mew five uh, crop sack. Yeah, thank, thank you. Slim Mario. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for uh, uh, being active in the chat. Thank you uh, for supporting. Fig this. 19, oh, we got you here. Slim Mario 04, we also got you here. Crop Sack. Thank you also, for uh, commenting. If, uh, if you guys want to recommend animes or want a shot to like join the podcast, just feel free to PM us on any other social media. We'll get back to you guys and we'll figure it out. All our all our social medias uh, linked below. We do have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube. So go ahead and just comment on any of that, and uh, we can all go ahead and uh, organize something to make you guys part of the podcast for at least an episode. Uh, and with that, again, thank you, Soul Parade, for letting us use your music, and we hope to see you guys next week. We will be uh, leaking a little bit of spoilers uh, for what our next show is. And uh, again, thank you.